0: This week on Win, 25 years of Blue's Clues. Thank you for all the memories, Steve. What is up, everybody? I love how Alan gave me that as the preview, and then then just he bailed. (laughs) <laughs> like like, go go with that and uh and i'll i'll, I'll see you out hi everyone welcome to another wonderful weekend news podcast here at vgu.tv i am your host for the evening as as usual grayden webb joined by the probably the most unorthodox like cast here tonight i'm joined by emmett watkins jr how are you sir
1: I'm doing pretty good, you know, it's it's, it's it's having a good Tuesday here, just getting really excited for the upcoming Thursday, as I'm sure we'll hint towards later. Um, I said, hey, why not? All I was going to do is stay up and play Bloons Tower Defense all night anyway. So let's hop on Win for a week, you know?
0: <laughs> that was your plan was just <laughs> to play Bloons all night.
1: It wasn't outright my plan, but like at a certain point, I came to the conclusion that that's what would happen.
0: <laughs> it's just one of those games you're like, well, this is my life. This is this is the next 4 hours so <laughs> Didn't you say that you exactly. played a game oh when we were doing the 12 minutes cast you were like I I started playing at 12:30 and I was like this is my night
1: <laughs> like yeah. that was Yeah that for for 12 minutes it was like I had Got home from work early, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna take a nap and then wake up before I go to bed." Bed. Then I woke up at twelve thirty, so I said, "All right, guess I'm gonna play twelve minutes until five a.m." So here I am. <laughs>
0: that is, that is, I would say that's dedication. But really, if you just have like a messed up sleep schedule, then hey, that's your day. <laughs> you, yeah. just, you you just played all day, and there's nothing wrong wrong with that. So. Um, yeah, so Emmett, of course, is host of the Players Club podcast, which I think is now in a separate feed than our feed. But I believe all of them are uh, still under the VGU podcast feed. So yeah, I, I keep, them keep them all in the VGU them.
1: podcast feed, so should be in one place for folks. All right,
0: cool. Well, if you haven't to those go listen to those they talk more in depth about games and uh theories and they play little games and stuff here we're just all business all the time they never <laughs> never go off the rails <laughs> everything is very uh very structured
1: so yeah, I'm wearing a suit <laughs> we, right
0: now yes sir it's a black tie affair so <laughs> uh we will begin episode fifty one on this wonderful September seventh eve. Going through the upcoming releases for the week of September 10th, 2021. <clears throat> and I'm currently fighting a cold, so uh, bear with me and my horrible voice. So, Sorry, we begin with, with Hindsight... <laughs> What's that?
1: I said we're like... with you, you're good.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, sir. So, we begin with Hindsight 2020, Wrath of the Rakshasa, for PC and Mac, for PS4. Hmm. Uh One. The fun... <laughs> I, I see you looking that up. The fun of <laughs> our upcoming releases is i I usually know none of them, and uh, I'll just kind of create an, a uh, a story for them if I really don't fucking know what it is. So hey, no clue what that is. I would guess it's like a visual novel. It, what, it, what's it? Looking you know? Like? Oh
1: my god! This is it is not a visual novel at all. Really? This is all right. This is a third-person action RPG with morality decisions created by Bioware and Sucker Punch veterans. What? Whoa.
0: How is this not a mainstream game?
1: Yeah, how is this not being talked about at a, a wide scale? Like, well, actually, now I'm looking at it, it does look like a studio's first game.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: So, like, you know, no disrespect to them, but it, it's definite this is an indie game, despite the the caliber of the talent this is definitely indie game and when they say 3d third person action adventure or action rpg this is top down this is like isometric it ain't that serious it looks pretty cool but like i can understand why the hype has not exploded yet
0: (laughs) wow well hey if you like those uh how come we always end up talking about what who did you say were the people the studios of what
1: uh bioware and sucker punch
0: Oh BioWare. Why was I thinking of BioShock? Bio- oh wow. It's <laughs> like we always talk about BioShock when you and I get in the same <laughs> but no, BioWare. Oh, Alan might like that. Um yeah. so hey, check out High Night 2020. Then we have Blood Rain Betrayal, fresh bites on all platforms. Is that a new like Blood Rain like the 360 game?
1: I don't know. Blood Rain Betrayal is cuz I know of Blood Rain I want to say Betrayal is the the 2D one, the Metroidvania one that they made in like the PS3 generation, I want to say. Look at that. Um, is. Oh, hell yeah. I think it's just a remake or a remaster of it, probably. Oh, and yeah, yeah Speak of the Devil sure is. Wow. By way forward. Wow. Googly,
0: Couple that with balloons and... The past is new again.
1: <laughs> for real, I mean, I actually did play this one back in the day on PS3 for like an hour, but it was way too difficult, and I stopped. So here I am.
0: I think I played a demo of it. If there was a demo available, I definitely tried it because it looks very familiar.
1: Yeah, it's it's got a lot of blood, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it goes down like rain.
1: <laughs> exactly,
0: blood rain betrayal.
1: try <laughs> um, <laughs> it up when I'm putting down.
0: Then this week. <laughs> We also get the Artful Escape, finally, the uh, the Annapurna game on PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. I'm really looking forward to that one. It's like a uh, music, I wouldn't say it's a rhythm game, but it's very music, heavily inspired. Um, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago when it was shown in the Annapurna Showcase. There's a lot of big names in it. I forget who, that's the one I think it's got Carl Withers in it. And Whoa. I forget who else was in it.
1: Oh, i want to um, say someone from the americans the fx show uh
0: oh are you thinking of kerry russell
1: probably
0: she's Sounds in the familiar. other one i think she's in that open roads Annapurna game
1: uh okay I okay i
0: believe artful escape has cersei from game of thrones
1: oh hot damn okay even more high caliber all right
0: yeah I th- you think she's you think she's more like a list than kerry russell
1: well, okay, no. I'm thinking not the actual actor. I'm thinking more of, like, the show. Like, Game okay. like, of Thrones well, is a bigger deal than the Americans.
0: Alright, I got you. In terms of relevance, except for, well, Curry Russell played the character nobody liked in uh, Last Skywalker. is <laughs> it called Last Skywalker?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, is that not what it's called? I don't remember <laughs> The anymore.
0: Last Skywalker. It should have been. The Last Jet, Not Last Jet. Rise of
1: Rise of the Skywalker, that's what you're talking about. Alright, I picked yes, up what you indeed. put down. I'm good now.
0: She was the girl with the mask that Poe was like, she was like, here's, here's a coin to get off my planet. <laughs> I remember vaguely
1: remember that. I saw that movie <laughs> once in theaters and was like, I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are not alone. Um, <laughs> next we have Ultra Age on PS4 and Switch. Boulder Dash Deluxe on PC, Switch, and Xbox One.
1: Please tell me you're a Boulder running a diner. Uh, the,
0: Boulder Dash.
1: I'm looking at right now. Isn't
0: that a old game?
1: Boulder Dash sounds familiar. I was going. I was making a joke about Diner Dash.
0: <laughs> I do appreciate your Diner Dash joke. Trust me, that did not go unloved. Oh, thank but you. Boulder Dash is a Commodore game.
1: Oh God it it looks like it could be on the Commodore. Oh Lord.
0: Is it kind of like when they made um get Burger Time a WiiWare game? And it just looked like a child made it. Yep, it does. Yep. Come on down. You're the next contestant at remake of old game we didn't need. Like the thing and I hate to say this and shit on people that are older than me, but uh you're the games of like the Atari and stuff were legit just flash games. Yeah. Like very true. Can we agree on that? The yeah you didn't you didn't really have a plot until like Nintendo came around and everything was just kind of like air raid <laughs> tennis
1: adventure
0: <laughs> yeah adventure um centipede and it's just like oh I wonder what this game's about oh it's about an adventure an air raid <laughs> and a centipede
1: I feel and bad Boulder for Dash. Boulder. Boulder Dash Boulder Dash honestly
0: looks like looks like Dig Dug.
1: I mean not only does it look like Dig Dug But looking at a Steam page All the screenshots have the controls on screen So this is just a mobile port
0: (laughs) Oh no it's a mobile game Oh god and you can even see the things on the left Look like they'd be microtransactions
1: Yeah It's it's pretty bad I feel bad for I think they would have felt better If they just got away with this with no one noticing And now they've been covered So it's like well People are going to shit on this when they see it (laughs)
0: And it looks like the goal was to try star the level. Oof. Get us out of here. Get okay. us out of here. <laughs> uh, the the tourist comes to PS4 and PS5. I actually did a just passing through about that. That was the first just passing through video that I made. Um, It's a lot of fun. It's art style is very, 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 uh, just beautiful. And the puzzles are fun. It's a good time. It's a pretty good time. I can imagine it looking very good on a PS5 as cause it did on a Series X. Yeah. It's uh, the first
1: 8K PS5 game. Is it really? Yeah. It's the first one that's actually going to support, you know, 8K once that's readily available. But if you have an 8K TV, this is like maybe the only PS5 game that supports it. I know Xbox has Ori, but yeah, we got this now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Um...
1: Hello? Are you talking right now? <laughs> Uh oh. Un momento.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: Okay. All right. There we go. There we go. I hear you You're
0: now. Me what happened there?
1: I have no uh, idea.
0: I just have to buy a new cable. I, I have, have to. to. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> anyway, breaking the fourth wall. We're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> um, yeah. Taurus is a lot of fun. It's a very pretty game. And uh, and yeah, I don't know where we were. S P Galuda 2.
1: Yep. all right, yeah we were on to that um, game
0: I don't know what that is sounds like something know... you
1: have in the middle of a of a seizure or something. I don't <laughs> I'm not sure what that is.
0: My aspagaluda is a part of my stomach. It's like Ikaruga. <laughs> that's all it is
1: sounds like Ikaruga, but like more wet somehow,
0: yeah, but like legit look at the look at the the screens from it. It's just Ikaruga,
1: oh okay. Yeah, hot damn! All right, I was just cracking jokes, but no, this is an actual, an actual Wait, it's
0: thing. A PS2 game? This is from 2005. What are you looking at? What are these games?
1: Why we've made too many games officially?
0: Yeah, I, like people shit on movies for doing remakes and stuff, but like video games have just the same problem.
1: I, I mean. In the case of a movie, like, we could easily go watch The Great Gatsby from the 70s and be totally chill, but nah, we have to see what Leonardo looks like in the role, where here, it's like, you can't easily get a PS2 copy of this, I bet, so, you know, put it on Switch, why not?
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, there's nothing wrong with porting things.
1: Yeah, unless it's like um... a legitimately bad game, but even that I want to see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You mean like uh Dig Doug deluxe or whatever the
1: hell? I mean, yeah, that's the type of thing. Imagine someone's playing that on a YouTube channel for stupid likes and views. That'd be fun. Oh,
0: yeah, they love it. The crowd yeah. eats that up. From Earth to State
1: Heaven. Of HD. <laughs> from, <laughs> from Earth to Heaven. Alright. I'm betting this one's the visual novel.
0: It is a walking sim.
1: Oh well close enough. <laughs>
0: um, I'm okay with that. It's quite it's quite cheap. It's quite pretty. Yeah, I'll play that. Um, yeah. Then the big one Life is Strange True Colors. Hey, it. Comes to PC, PS4, Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, F, S, and PS5. All across the board except Stadia. <laughs> um, yeah. Life is Strange. That's right. Wait a second. about Stadia on the show?
1: I think it is actually coming to Stadia. Give me a minute because I saw it on the store a couple days ago. <laughs>
0: Are you looking at the Stadia store? I actually okay? Do you have a brain injury?
1: Look here, young man. I am subscribed <laughs> to Stadia Pro. What? Yes. I claim those games every month. Oh, oh here's no. The, here's the thing. Stadia is not a bad service. It works. It just works in very specific circumstances. Like, if your internet's good, it works. And my internet is good when it's hardwired, so I play it on my PC sometimes. And, uh... I'm looking to see if Life is Strange is up on here. Uh, y- y- mm. Yeah, True Colors is here. It's on the store. You can pre-order it if you want to. And I actually have a $10 coupon to use for something on Stadia. So one day I'll use that coupon. It's the same one they gave me last year, but I didn't use it because I just claim all the pro games and that's enough. So <laughs> wow. we'll see. So yeah, pay, Stadia pay how $1? much a month? It's 10 bucks a month. And, and you get
0: and- a bunch of games like Prime?
1: Uh yeah, it's it's like Twitch Prime or PlayStation Plus, any of that stuff. They give you like between three to five games every month. Huh. And they'll initially say, Okay, we got like these two indies, but then every now and then they'll be like, All right, Psych, we got Arc Survival Evolved, or Psych, we got I think we're about to get uh two K Golf coming in, or PGA two K, whatever they call it. Uh that's gonna be free tomorrow. So it's like, all right, we're getting relatively big games here.
0: Hmm. And so, the yeah. So they're good. They're like big games.
1: Yeah, they're big games. You're not getting every single thing. There's no Call of Duty on the service still, which is weird. And but like I've played stuff like Grime, Grimes, and Metrovania. That's gotten some good buzz recently, and uh, some other stuff. Blue Fire's is another good one here, and there's some good indies on here in general. So it's worth huh. checking out. Well,
0: alright, I stand corrected. Yeah, um, if you have good internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I had tried uh, Luna and was surprised by how, like, it, it worked. You could jump into a game.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: like, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes, but I really do, I worry for people. Like, just because, oh, now my internet is good enough doesn't mean that I'm cool with it because I feel like we're moving too fast toward cloud gaming, and a lot of people's internets can't keep up with it. And I don't want, like, a whole corner of gaming to feel alienated because their internet's not good enough. So mm-hmm. it, it concerns me a bit. I hope that we're able to, like, find a happy medium and be able to just have people who, people it works for and people it doesn't. Um, yeah. yeah, Life, Life is Strange, True Colors, it's here, uh, it's exciting, and we'll probably do a lot of coverage of it. So get excited.
1: Do you want to tell the audience your hot take on that game publicly or not?
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess I'll briefly just say I, yeah, cause I'm not ashamed <laughs> to put it down in writing. Um, I just feel like it's not going to do as great as the other two uh, seasons did. Like I made this, I made this comment before we started recording, but I just, I just think the other two really went places that we weren't expecting. And it really, I mean, And this could, too, very obviously, like, I I don't know, nobody knows how deep this story is going to take us, especially with this new power and everything, and, like, it could really go places that we're not expecting. Um, But I just don't think that it's going to deliver the same way that the others did and be as impactful. But I do think that there's going to be, like, a lot of excitement for, like, Asian representation in ga- in the game, yep, and that's always a plus. Um, so that's that's a great thing. But but I just think like story wise, I I don't know. Also, they're really pushing the, the fact that I'm supposed to be excited that, that there's a character from before the storm in it, and I'm, I'm like, I okay, like that that is nothing for me having that oh, character specifically.
1: I like a, that character.
0: I don't even remember her. I really don't. I remember nothing. <laughs> She's the one that you played D&D with or whatever.
1: Exactly, yeah. I liked all her scenes with the D&D stuff. I thought that really endeared That endeared me to her, and I was really like, if it wasn't a prequel in which, okay, of course you're playing, I think you play as Chloe, and you eventually meet Max and all that stuff. If it wasn't a prequel and I was just playing an original character, I totally would have been like pushing towards a romance option to be like, yo, get with her. She's cool. So, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. So I'm glad she's popping back up because I have a feeling that's the vibe that they're going to hit with this one. So we'll see in a couple of days.
0: Hmm. Well, then we will see in a couple of days. Um, I don't know when exactly this is going to go up, but the embargo lifts what tomorrow you say.
1: Um, It's definitely this week. Cause the game comes out like I think Friday. So if not tomorrow, definitely Thursday. Yeah.
0: So we'll get, we'll get a review soon enough. Um, NBA 2K22 comes out on PC, current, and last-gen. Spoilers, but I did a video on NBA 2K21. Um, Hmm. Me playing basketball for the first time, and it was a Game Olympics that I did. I have it on deck. And I had a shitload of fun with it. And um, so I'm actually pretty hyped for this. I hope that it comes to EA Play pretty fast, because I to play more basketball well i'll um, be damned yeah tales of arise comes to pc ps4 ps5 xbox series X, S, and one um a buddy of mine actually got me interested in this game the other day i didn't care for it at all and I, I was like i've never played a tales game like i i don't know anything about the plot and he's like there is no plot <laughs> like like you don't have to none of the tales games and he made a good point he's like Does any final fantasies have to do with each other and like no but um i guess tales is the same way and this one looks really really gorgeous and fun and so i'm i'm actually very excited for this game are you like looking at this one at all
1: i have not ever interacted with the tale series as a whole um I'm not gonna say I'm looking forward to it necessarily, but like you know the there's a lot of these games this This feels similar to a uh persona game, not in how it plays or structurally, but just my relationship to it, and that I think you know it looks interesting enough to where I'm like, okay, maybe I could be I could be persuaded to give it a shot because it looks interesting, but right now, in the current time of day, I can't imagine myself touching it, <laughs> yeah, but i I leave the door open for now is what i'll say
0: just like bruno mars
1: oh hot damn good reference <laughs>
0: <laughs> um then also lost in Random. wow this is a good week lost in yeah. Random comes to pc current and last gen. i'm actually really excited for that game um something of its art style its feel the the gameplay too just I, i'm just really interested to get my hands on this one has this one like made you excited at all when we've seen
1: we've seen quite a lot about it i it's less than i'm excited it's more that i'm very very interested to see how it's going to land with people and what it actually is because we we did get that little bit of a breakdown during the ea uh event from about a month or two ago but uh, i still don't know like structurally for the long tail how it's going to go it looks like it's some weird mix between like Turn-based card moves and actual third-person like slingshot shooting, and a little bit of 3D platforming. It gives me vibes of Alice's Madness Returns in a really good way.
0: Just, I was just <laughs> gonna say that, dude. Like, yeah. legit. I was, I was gonna throw that take out, and I was gonna be like, I'm gonna drop another hot take. I think this game will become a cult, like just a hidden gem. I think it's legitimately like the next Psychonauts. Like, I just think Ooh. a large group of people will like this game and want more from it and it will just become a thing and Mm -hmm. I really get a lot of madness returns from vibes from it it, that's exactly what it does for me
1: god damn wow once again great minds think alike Um, yeah I totally get those vibes from it I could see it being a cult classic for I just don't fully understand what it is I I hope it comes out and I hope everyone loves it because you know this is the type of game to where I think it deserves to have a prestige about it but I just don't know enough for me to be excited specifically. But hey, it's it's going to be a smaller game. It's an EA title. So within a couple months, it'll be on EA Play, which means in a couple months, it'll be on Game Pass. So uh, I'll just see what's up with it when it comes around there.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a huge proponent for the EA Originals. I just think they, they kick ass. They're constantly, they're, they're a lot of bangers. I mean that's how I've fallen in love with Joseph affairs and his insane <laughs> mind. Oh, and yeah. uh, I just I just think that like EA has done really good with letting like Indies thrive. I wish Ubisoft had continued that with all their with their UB art stuff because you're really like you put big money behind small titles. They're gonna be more polished, they're gonna be that same creativity that I love out of Indies, but a lot more uh, it just it's just gonna feel more robust, and I think that that's what you're gonna get out of this game. And I'm really really excited to see where it goes.
1: Yep, I feel you on that.
0: Um, next we have a day without me on PS4 and Xbox One. I'm sorry, I'm not a huge. I really don't know what that one is. Um, it actually sounds kind of a little familiar, but I don't know. Day without me video
1: game. I pulled up the Steam page. Literally the the. The little description just says you woke up and without knowing it, you're the only person left in the city. Uh and it the art style looks a little bit uh untitled Goose Gamey, but it looks a lot darker and a lot more probably sinister. Uh and there's all the reviews are positive, so <laughs> don't know what the hell that means. But it's a six dollar game, so it looks like it's maybe a little smaller, shorter indie art piece, but I don't know. Looks weird. I respect you, it.
0: You might like that. There's a video called "The Day Without Me Platinum Walkthrough" and it's only 16 minutes.
1: Oh hell yeah! All right, all right. I might. I, I'm gonna listen up for this game in the future.
0: <laughs> Just make a make a video, a 16 minute video. Get yourself that plat.
1: Hell yeah! It's for six um, bucks, yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Then we have WarioWare going to get together, finally coming to Switch. That one I'm I'm really excited for. This is a demo on the eShop, but I keep forgetting to play it. And the Rewinder on the PC, which I also don't know anything
1: about. The Rewinder. I'm about to see this right now if it's worth anything. This looks spooky. Uh,
0: oh, wait, I know this game. I played the demo with
1: this. Oh, is this a Steam Next Fest joint?
0: Um, yeah it was no i think it was even before the next fest i feel like i played it last year oh pax online it was a part of pax online
1: huh all right
0: um i don't remember much about it maybe i didn't play it too long but it has an interesting
1: interesting art style very uh japanese like Iki island ghost tsushima vibes to the art style but 8-bit and it's an adventure puzzle game so hmm. Yeah, worth investigating.
0: Point and like, you That looks all right. Well, hey, what an exciting week of game launches!
1: Hell yeah, really love
0: yeah. to see it.
1: Yeah, September's heating up, man. People keep saying October's where it starts. Nah, September's got bangers, nah, September. <laughs> bunch of
0: them. We started with Lake and we never went back. All yep. right. Well, now <laughs> I still have yet to play that damn game. <laughs> now <laughs> it's time for I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Alan Justice. The news, do dot yeah how was that that
1: nice that was respectable i will give you full credit for that
0: thank you thank you he really he you gotta do it justice for him um so you begin (laughs) with apparently i i didn't know i didn't know quite a lot of these stories um but the avengers has updated its roadmap i guess for its anniversary that it is having so you may know Marvel's Avengers, the Crystal Dynamics game that is—it's not a PlayStation exclusive, right? It's, it's on it. everything. No. Yeah, it's
1: on everything. It's been on everything since launch. It's just, just Spider mans the only PlayStation exclusive character whenever uh, it comes. Okay,
0: I just always see it like advertised with PlayStation, so I didn't—I couldn't even remember. But yes, so this week marks the one-year anniversary for it. Um, they're giving away some free things, such as the anniversary bundle. Which comes with a Black Panther nameplate, two two hour hero catalysts, which are two times XP, two two hour fragment extractors, which gives a hundred percent more fragments, and a free cosmetic item in the form of Iron Man's Iron Alloy outfit. Uh the anniversary mm-hmm. bundle is only available in the marketplace this week, so I guess you have only a week to get it. Um which is a weird way of doing things, but okay. You'd think they would just give you that, but you got to go get it. I um, would have
1: thought that, but hey, it is what it is.
0: That's <laughs> uh, how they do things. Um, this sounds like a fun paragraph. You can expect to find fragment extractors, the new consumable introduced to the game this week. Just like Hero catalysts, fragment extractors come in different durations. Two hours, one day, three days, and one week. This consumable gives you twice as many fragments whenever they are earned, including mission rewards, strong boxes, and through dismantling gear. You'll also see Hmm. a new mission chain, one-year anniversary, that's running now through September 16. In order to complete the mission chain, you'll need to complete each campaign, including the Reassemble campaign, both the Kate and Clint operations, and the newly released War for Wakanda expansion. Wait, so you have to do that all in a week?
1: I think you. I think they have a mission chain where it just marathons you through all of that, and you get a reward for playing through all of it. But it looks like if you already played through all of it just separately, then you get that reward too. So it seems like just a thing for new it people. It counts exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing that right here. So. Okay, good. Because that would have been crazy.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. Like what the hell? Yeah, it's fun to speed run, but the entire game and its expansions. Um. <laughs> Completing that mission chain gets you a new nameplate. Oh, boy. Celebrating the <laughs> game's anniversary. Oh, yeah. It says if you've already completed all of them, you'll retroactively be granted the reward. Bingo. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. So the development team also introduced new community activities this week to help you continue your hunt for exotics. That sounds like a bad sentence. Car- Cargo <laughs> runner synthoid until 916. Uh, The Cargo Runner Synthoid will have a 50% spawn chance for the duration of the event. Then Priority Mission Rush until September 16. The weekly Priority Mission, which grants a piece of exotic gear, will be able to be completed once a day instead of once per week for the duration of the event. And finally, the featured item this week on the Marketplace is the Marvel Studios Black Panther outfit. That's pretty cool.
1: It looks cool. Yeah, it looks very accurate Uh, to the uh, movie. (laughs)
0: so so it says on September 8th which is today as of four minutes ago (laughs) you can expect the team to release an updated roadmap which will be looking ahead through the rest of 2021 so I I hate to say this feels like a non-story but we don't really have the roadmap (laughs) yet I guess um so we'll get that for you next time but uh yeah at least you'll know you know now to go and get in on some of that anniversary stuff go try to speed run all the content in a week if you haven't yet (laughs) and um chances are honestly we'll probably get some news on thursday it would be really cool if they were just like fuck it we're dropping spider-man like what do you think they would do that
1: i i think if anything they'll give us news finally on spider-man maybe we'll see gameplay of him during the thursday event but they're not just going to drop him willy-nilly it took them this long to do all of the uh black panther stuff i think they need some more time to get spider-man going
0: yeah i mean i don't think by any means they intended for the game to be like take so long to get off the ground um but when you think about like that data leak that we saw or the data mining of all those characters they had planned. Like, they could essentially have a huge roadmap for this, like uh, Rainbow Six Siege does. And like, Mm -hmm. oh, in eight years, we'll give you Doctor Strange. Oh my god. That seems ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think the game will have that longevity. It barely does now. Like, all I ever see about people talking about this game is when something new comes out, people go to it. It's not like a Destiny where you have like a community of people where they're always playing it. And then they get excited when something new is coming. Like, nobody... Mm. I just don't think, really, people grind... Like, play Avengers... You're not coming home from work and being like, oh, time to turn on Avengers. Like, it just doesn't doesn't seem like it's that.
1: From my perspective, it seems like... You're a little bit right in the way that I don't think this is anybody's like main home where they're like, you know, every single night they're playing it. But I do think it's people's vacation home. I think very often people might come back to it when there is a new drop of content. I think this is the type of game where you keep it installed just because you enjoy playing it and you enjoy going for the nut ne- mm. for the next level up, going back when there's a new content and new character. But I don't think it's something that people are trying to play for the sake of playing it where It doesn't paint me as a game with like endless progression where there is a cap to the content and it's going to completely rely on like how much content they add to it over time. And right now it looks like they're adding a decent amount every time, but it just gets, you know, there's there's only so much you can add to a game like that.
0: Yeah, you just, it's just one of those things that you just keep, you come back to when there's something new and then you just kind of, kind of hold off on it for a bit. Um, So I just... I don't, but even if you like compare it to something like Rainbow Six, like there are people who just play that Die Hard, and I just don't. And then they get excited when something new comes along as well. But or um, like you saw that with like Overwatch, you just
2: mm-hmm. see that
0: with those big games, and I just don't think that Avengers really lives up to that. Like, oh yeah, I'll keep with it. I'll I'll keep it installed for six more years to <laughs> wait for this person for She Hulk to drop. Like, no, is uh, no one's it's a big I ass think...
1: install to begin with too
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i don't even have it installed because i've never had a point to ever i've never had that space <laughs> so,
1: i mean uh... i will say looking at this little uh anniversary content they have to claim for free i'm thinking of finally installing the game now just you know just to claim that stuff if nothing else and i i do want to get to the war of wakanda stuff because i haven't played any of that either there's reasons to go back to it but like Man, we got Life is Strange coming, and I'm I'm addicted to balloons and cookie clickers. So it's like, man, I gotta. (laughs) My priorities are out of whack. So I got to see what's up with that first.
0: (laughs) We're gonna have to go there and shake you and be like, smack you across the face. Stop playing balloons. Wake up, Emmett. It's 2021.
1: (laughs) But it's popping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, put the cookie clicker down, or he gets it. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) So that is Avengers. Uh, you want to take us to our next story?
1: Definitely, definitely. The next story uh, I got a little bit of history about, which we'll talk about here. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. I see UVGU.TV wanting to <laughs> stop me because of an ad blocker, even though I have it turned off. All right. I see what Whoa. it is. All right. So he here, we'll next. go ahead and read it. It's It's pretty short, so I'm able to read it through the little pop-up that came up. Uh, Remedy announced the long rumored Alan Wake remastered on community site The Sudden Stop. The remaster, which will include the base game and the two expansions, The Signal and The Writer, will be published by Epic Games and launch on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, and PC sometime in the fall 2021. The game will be available in 4K and feature developer commentary from creator director Sam Lake. Uh, The emphasis for this announcement was centered on the fans as this announcement came in an open letter from Sam Lake to the Sutton Stop website, a community website dedicated to Alan Wake and Remedy at large. The announcement tracks with the rumors and leaks we've been hearing for a while now, right down to the release period. The Remedy aren't quite ready to announce a more specific date yet. Uh, Alan Wake launched in 2010 as an Xbox 360 console exclusive. It with it being ported to PC in 2012. Of note is that Alan Wake Remastered will be the first time Alan Wake appears on a PlayStation console, which is only good news for reaching more gamers. Uh, we re oh god words uh we current we're currently in the middle of a remedy renaissance in general uh, as alan wake in particular thanks largely to control remedy's last major game uh the last dlc for control awe uh, of course people know about the alan wake expansion for control was built as a crossover event between control and alan wake following the main game that was already full of references to the events of alan wake They share the same universe, and it has only sparked further interest in the latter, Uh, and maybe if the remaster does well enough, Remini will be able to finally do a sequel. It's always wanted to develop. It has momentum from the very positive reception it has received from Control's release after all. So yeah, we're we're getting control or control remastered. Good god. That already happened. Uh Alan yeah. Wake Remastered is coming through. Um, are you because I i said I had a history about it, uh, but I want to ask you Graden first. Uh, are you interested in trying this one? Have you played Alan Wake before?
0: Oh, when I bought my 360 on
1: Black Ops
0: One launch night, I <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even night but my my 360 came with Forza 3 and Alan Wake and I never I installed it and I played maybe the first level of it and it was a mixture of kind of being too scared and kind of just not being interested and I never went back huh. and all I've ever heard is how great it is I well really never played a Remedy game like <sighs> the like I've never, I've never touched a Max Payne. Oh! Um, the only bit of Control I've played was my demo at PAX East, and I've never touched Quantum Break. And I'm <sighs> really, yeah, I know, I'm really behind. And my I, boy, <laughs> I want to play Control. I've been wanting because people keep saying that it's like fantastic. Um, and I actually have Alan Wake installed right now on my on my X because I just wanted to eventually get to it. Now I might wait, but it's one of those things where I'm like, like this problem a lot, like, oh, I got Burnout Paradise remastered, but I never played the original Burnout Paradise. I want to know what it's like. So <laughs> then, like, I tried the old one, like, because I want to just I want to get that feeling. It's kind of like how, no, I won't play. um like I was the guy who wouldn't play Assassin's Creed 4 until he played 1 2 Revelations Brotherhood like
1: oh no and,
0: <laughs> and and I did and I I really I sound like a dick but I really don't approve of people who don't do that <laughs> like I I like very they don't have the full a, story type oh, thing Yeah one of my friends did he was just like oh I want to play this one and it's like if you're not getting that full story it, I I just think you're not (laughs) i think you're not a true fan There, i said it Mm, (laughs) and and so i know i'm one of those people so like with but but on a separate but similar note i want to i don't want a remaster to be my first time i even even though it's years after the original and that's why they're making a remaster i still want to be like oh but i gotta know why it sucked not sucked but like why why it needed to be remastered what they changed and why. Oh, those controls were bad. Well, I want to feel them. I want to know what's different. I want to see why that is. So why we didn't like that. And we appreciate a change in a remaster. And so I low key don't want to play the remaster of Alan. I want to play the original. And so I might even, I guess what I'd say is this is sparking me to want to just play it in general. So I might just play the old one. And then I'd have to take some time before I go and play it again as an as a remaster. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I didn't need a remaster because I've never played it. But I know a lot of people are excited <laughs> about it. Expect that I'm happy for them.
1: All right, I gotta you. I I have have been on several podcasts with you at this point. You continue to <laughs> confound me. <laughs> it it is remarkable. Oh boy. <laughs> Like I- I've heard a lot of your takes, but that is a very special one, my friend. Um, let me let me just give you context for Alan Wake because I I played Alan Wake for the first time this year. Actually, uh, I was very excited for the uh, Alan Wake expansion that was coming to Control. Control was my favorite game of I think it was 2019. It came out. Uh, yeah, I love that game, so I was very excited to play more of it. Uh, I bought the, well, I didn't buy the season pass, but I was like waiting for the next gen version. So I could see what was up with that. And then we ended up getting the next gen version for free on PlayStation five, but there's no save transfer. So I got to replay control and they'd get to that point and then play the expansions. But in any case, um, so I played Alan Wake in preparation for that expansion. It feels like a game from 2010, like gameplay wise. Of course it's, it's your typical, well, I played it on PC. So it was at a higher frame rate. But just gameplay wise, it doesn't feel it it feels very unsubstantial, like like in Max Payne, like Max Payne is the other remedy game that everyone knows. Pretty much the whole thing about Max Payne is just shooting people. But the twist is you can go into slow motion a couple times. Well, not Mm -hmm. a couple times, half the damn game. But like like that's like the big hook where Alan Wake is you shoot people. But they're all covered in darkness, so you got to shine your light on them a little bit first, and then you can shoot them. That mechanic is not engaging enough to carry you through 11 hours, <laughs> mm-hmm. in my opinion, at the very least. A lot of people really felt that gameplay was very satisfying. I did not like that type of gameplay. It it didn't frustrate me much, but it was just like, all right, I just want to see like what happens next in the story at a certain point. And I think the story is cool. That's the main reason a lot of people love Alan Wake is because of the story is because of the weird vibes is because of, you know, its characters. I think a lot of those are pretty neat, but it's not good enough to endear the very mediocre, in my opinion, gameplay. So when they talk about a remaster, I can't wait for it to be most likely 4K, 60 frames per second on the new gen consoles. So I think that's going to be a big boon. Um, I think that story is going to still hit. I think people are still going to find that story really cool. I think it's just going to be very bare bones as far as gameplay goes. And people are probably not going to respond very well to it. And for you saying, oh, I want to see how it felt originally. I guarantee you outside of like the graphical enhancements and whatnot, the only differences will be so insignificant that you might as well just play the remaster. (laughs) Because I, well, Actually, that might not even be entirely true. the The main thing there's one thing about it that I think very much so speaks to the original year it was made, where it came out in 2010, and it is full of advertisements for real world products. What? Like Alan Wake is. What? Like. It's very strange. Like of course you have a flashlight in the game and you have to instead of reloading like a magazine or whatever, you're reloading your flashlight batteries. The batteries were energizer branded batteries. And mm. and every what? now and then you'll like yeah. stop on a TV screen and it'll show like an ad for like whatever the cool like side flip phone at the time in 2010 was. Like they had like Verizon ads and like Microsoft. What is it? What they have in the car is Microsoft Sync. And one of the cars you can see on the dashboard a Microsoft Sync logo. Huh. It's it's never part of the narrative, but it's just present in the background enough to where you're like, this is weird that there are like actual real branded things in here. So a lot of that stuff's probably not going to be in this version. And it's not going to take anything away from the game, but that is one interesting quality where that is super like it ages that game tremendously. So I think you should play the remaster. Don't worry about the original game. I think you should just play the superior version. Um, yeah, especially with the director's commentary so you can see what Sam Lake thinks about it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I,
1: that's my opinion.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I shall. The new version is going to have a director's commentary?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Lake, the creative director on it, he is going to have a director's commentary. And much the game feels like it's very much so directed it feels like a game he wrote. Like, it's ve- like literally, I'm not going to spoil too much of it, but Alan Wake is a writer, as we know. The yeah. books that he's writing are almost exactly the same as Max Payne. <laughs> like, it's kind of a meta commentary on himself as a writer, almost. It's very strange. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Like, once I- you play the game, you'll understand it, but I, I recommend it. All right. If only so you can enjoy control even more once you get to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Then I will, um, I will totally play that. That yeah. makes be a bit more excited for a remaster.
1: Hell yeah! There we go.
0: Well, we are. Excited. I'm glad I was able to do a 180 you on that. you. Oh, <laughs> speaking of 180s, that was very <laughs> there nice. We go. Thank you. No problem. That was very good. Also, I was just wanted to go back. When you first opened up that story and you called VG247 VGU.TV. Oh, I did? <laughs> I was, you, you did. And I was like, I said, I made some comment about like, oh, we got to get those ads. And I was like, wait, we don't have ads on our on our website. And then I realized. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
1: Oh, my but God. They do
0: when they want to get those ads.
1: God, I completely Freudian slip. It's all oh. good.
0: Speaking of one eighties Segway, uh, Sony is having some controversy, controversy, controversy opinion, contra, There's some problems. Controversial. <laughs> Jesus, Christmas. Um, Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West is a game <laughs> coming to PlayStation Four and Five. Um, and this week there was some bullshit going on about how you were going to upgrade your four to your five. And um, I know nothing about this story, really. I kind of stayed away from it. I didn't really care, um, though I probably should have because I've been quite outspoken on my feelings. I'm so sorry. I have to blow my nose. <laughs> Please uh, go ahead. Pardon me. I'll,
1: I can go ahead and just give a brief overview of this since I know the story enough to where I don't need to read the whole article. Um, effectively, what has happened here is uh sony it said hey hey everybody horizon forbidden west is coming out this february so get excited here's your pre-order stuff so here's all these super duper collector's editions here's the standard editions here's how much everything costs here's where you can buy them at and you know get ready to give us your money and what happened was they of course they have the PlayStation 4 version they have the playstation 5 version but in the editions of the game Here, let me go to the PlayStation blog and see which ones they were. So with the collector's editions, which include the Regalia edition, which is the super mega edition that I'm getting. And then the collector's edition, which is, you know, the slightly less super mega edition. Those two editions and the uh, where is it? The special edition, I believe I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, the special edition also, which is a digital, which is. Either digitally you can get that edition or, you know, physically you can get that edition. Those three editions are the only editions where you get the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 versions. So with the regular old launch edition or uh, the... God, uh, it really is confusing. (laughs) Uh especially since they changed everything because they did bad track on all this, but basically if you paid the regular base price, if you paid the regular seventy dollars on PS5 or the regular sixty dollars on PS4, you would not be getting the other edition of the game. You'd have to pay at least what two hundred dollars for the collector's edition or two hundred and forty for the regalia edition, or I think what the special edition might be a hundred. So, yeah, you'd be paying a, a pretty penny just to get access to the other version of the game. And people were pissed about it. Um, So that's part one of this. Everyone got mad. Everyone made their, you know, tweets and podcast topics and all that stuff about it and burned the house down more or less. Uh, so during the weekend, I think this announcement came out on Friday and I think it was Saturday where they came out and they said, hey, y'all sorry about that they updated the playstation blog posting and said because what what happened was remember way back when they were like leading up to the ps5 reveal and saying oh launch titles like spider-man miles morales and uh one other game and horizon they said all three of these games would all oh it was uh jesus christ okay they don't have it on the On the page anymore they promised horizon would have a free upgrade because it's supposed to be a launch title originally um and once they saw that oh not only is there not a free upgrade there's no upgrade at all and you'd have to buy the game twice uh people saw that and got furious on the internet so you know how that goes um and so once that happened sony said all right everybody relax we're gonna go ahead and standardize this here uh for, Forbidden West will now have a free upgrade if you buy it on PlayStation 4 you'll be able to upgrade it to the PlayStation 5 version for free and now going forward all PlayStation first party cross generation exclusives will have a $10 upgrade fee so that's the case for Gran Turismo 7 that's the case for God of War Ragnarok all of those titles will be you know $10 upgrade just across the board flat out so you know that's where we're at that's what they've decided to do um it was a really it was weird how fast this happened <laughs> which i i i mean i'm glad for it but it felt like I, I said this on twitter earlier where it felt like um there's a bit of a cycle going on here and i i want to find the, the exact tweet that i made because it wasn't from that long ago because this was like three or four days ago but like I feel like PlayStation, or Sony in general, however you want to categorize it, they're going through a bit of a pattern where they announce a money-hungry policy like this, and then everyone either calls them out for it, or just reacts super-duper negatively to it, and everyone gets really upset, and then later on, they change course entirely, and they're like, "All right, sorry, we're not doing that anymore, and then everyone rejoices in everything, and meanwhile on the xbox side not only is xbox literally doing the exact opposite playstation's doing but once playstation switches their tone xbox is still doing it better like what is it smart delivery that's still a free part of the xbox ecosystem like they mm-hmm. don't charge you for any of that so it, and then people are celebrating this change but it's like you know this change is still worse than what we could have so yeah it's basically that's the entire story it's a it's a weird story but god it 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 was very entertaining to watch in a moment
0: (laughs) it's just it really does irritate me and i i mean this from a place of uh peace and love and not trying to sound too fanboyish but when xbox did all of its 180 shit with the one and it's always online and it's connect stuff and it's uh snap like all these things that it had that no one wanted and it's it changed it all around. Like, people reamed it out, and (laughs) just, it destroyed a large portion of the Xbox One's legacy. And now the PS5 has, for all intents and purposes, stumbled over itself so many fucking times at its (laughs) launch, in terms of getting it in people's hands, like... And I may, I'm trying not to sound ignorant with this, but legit, the only thing that I personally see the PS five going for it is the dual sense. Like legit. Nothing else has made me want one. And I just think it's continuously tripping over. It's um, Ellen. I'm sorry, Hmm. but it's tripping over (laughs) this huge dick. And, (laughs) and I'm just, I'm I'm so sorry. It's like, it's just, it's, it's so proud of itself and then keeps stumbling and everyone just keeps holding it up. Like it's okay. And it's like, it's not okay. It would have been fine to charge $70 for games. If that was proven that you had to do it, but it wasn't because Xbox is still doing 60 and they still yep. have free upgrades and like everything you're doing PlayStation Xbox is doing better and it's just like, it is blowing PlayStation five out of the fucking water.
1: I mean, and I, think, I just, yeah. I
0: have, no, go ahead. I'm just, I'm ranting.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not wrong in a lot of respects. I think the thing is that, cause I, 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 I agree with you, but I don't necessarily feel the aggression behind it only because I think they're only doing it because a, they can get away with it and be, um, it, Like it makes sense like it's a marketing move If you can charge extra money like On paper like we this has been A topic for many years but like Games are getting bigger budgets Are getting bigger money has to Come in from somewhere that's why you're getting so many Of these games with you know Uh, microtransactions and extra dlc and stuff like that so they can keep making money in the long run off of the same game so if you gotta if you want to not have microtransactions but the game is ten dollars more that's fine that's acceptable i i understand that but Mm -hmm. it's just like you said there's no precedent for it microsoft isn't doing that for halo sure they're gonna have a free-to-play version of the game which is likely gonna have cosmetics out the wazoo which is fine but like, they're still releasing $60 games, Psychonox 2, $60 game. Like, all these games are $60. And PlayStation's over here, like, nah, we're better. You're, give us uh, 70 <laughs> And it's, it's like, just, all right.
0: Yeah, it's just like, um, and I mean, we, I, we I, accept I would try it. to.
1: We accept it because, you know, the PlayStation games have typically shown themselves to be. On a different level to a lot of the Xbox games, you know, in my opinion, with the exception of like a Gears 5 or something like that, PlayStation pretty much blows a lot of their catalog out of the water. But it's not that $10 is hard. It's harder to fathom, like in the case of um one big example, I'll say when we talk about next generation upgrades, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, everyone loves that game. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I remember when all of the upgrade talk for that came out. Uh, it's a little bit messy because it is, it's a director's cut, so there's like a whole another island's worth of content. So, of course, the upgrade fee is going to be a little bit more because you're doing more than an upgrade. You're getting a lot more new content, and $20 for all of that new content does sound reasonable. But they say $20 for just a director's cut and then an extra $10 for the PlayStation 5 features. And when you think about it, they've already upgraded the PS4 version to run at 4K, 60 frames per second. So what really are you paying for here? Slightly better textures and some fancy trigger stuff. That's pretty much it. Like, what's that $10 for? And it's those types of granular decisions that I'm like, PlayStation, there's really no reason for you to be charging for that. Especially when you're already, you you know, you're giving the goods up for free. So why am I going to pay for, you know... If you're giving them if you're giving me the base car for free, I don't need to pay for this fancy radio. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. And it's like Very silly. I want to compare it I want to compare it to something like like Nintendo, like they also did some crap decisions, but they were able to kind of get by on it because of their name and who they are. And it's like a lot of people just it seems like can just ride the nostalgia and like at the end of the day Nintendo can do a bunch of shit, but if They put out a good Mario game that works. Everyone's excited about it. And it's just like, I I don't want, you can hear me, right?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, so afraid I cut out. Um, (laughs) But like, I, I just, like you say, one of your reasons was they can get away with it. And it's like, I I know you're right, but that (laughs) sucks. Like, yeah, it, it, that aggravates me because like I and I don't mean this as, yeah, I'm an Xbox fan. The This past generation has made me a lot more heavily into Xbox. But like, I also feel that even if I were unbiased, I would still be looking at it and and be like, I, I see what's going on. Like, I'm not I'm not blind to all of these things happening, save for this story. I didn't pay much attention to it. But <laughs> like, <laughs> Like I saw it happen with um, like we, whatever we, we were just talking about other other games doing this. And it's like, yeah, you just you backtrack on everything. And when Xbox did it, it was huge news. And this was like one of the first time like they were charging. I don't know if you had said it, but um, I read in some Facebook group that like the upgrade, like the standard edition of Horizon wasn't even going to have a uh, photo mode. Like, you Ooh, had, OK, hey. pause. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I I know in the in the exclusive editions or whatever, they have like extra photo mode, like stances or something, or like oh my God. stickers or something. It's like a sup or super minor thing like that is included in some of the extra editions. But like you can probably still actually have a photo mode. Okay. So I, I don't think it's anything that drastic.
0: Locking that, that be behind crazy. a paywall would be insane. But it's like, I wouldn't even put a buy them at this point. So it's like, I I understand that they can do these things, but it's just like, okay, if we were ready to step into the future and all of us could collectively like, okay, I have to pay $70, like, that's fine. But I remember when that was a big thing and it was like, oh, all first party games are going to be $70. I remember thinking like, okay, but some of that cost has to be in producing games physically. And you are actively making consoles that are meant to be digital only.
1: And like, you know, you know what even goes more into that direction for the bigger, for the biggest editions of Horizon Zero Dawn, the Regalia edition and the Collector's edition, no physical disc. Like what you, the fuck? You get a download code. So oh my God. you're paying $200 and 240 dollars for a download code and a bunch of really nice goodies, but a download code at the end of we the day. Live,
0: we live in a world where Best Buy. Sells empty steel bookcases
1: like, I mean, I have bought some of those <laughs> uh, <laughs> admittedly
0: just i I just I don't know like it's okay, I get there's lots of media, people want to have vinyls again, people want to have like like physical things, but then we're at this weird balance of like some people want to be all digital. And some people just want their physical things. And I just want it to, and this kind of brings me back to like the cloud thing. Like <laughs> I, but I also don't want it to be, I, I can't have it both ways. Part of me wants some things to be like, all right, let's set this in stone. Let's be done with it. But then some of it is like, yeah, but what if this person can't deal with it? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what
1: I, I want. mean. I I fully, I mean, I understand the whole argument of like the whole digital future is not going to really mesh for the millions and millions and millions of those who just don't have good internet. Like, you know, literally the center of the country, which is like most of the landmass are still down bad when it comes to internet. So I understand that perspective. But then I think about how modern games are made and how modern consoles work and you get a physical disc. You're not playing that physical disc. You're play that thing is installing for a couple of hours, then you gotta download an update or two. Like you're you're connecting to the internet regardless, and you're still not gonna have that instant access of a disc. Um, so I, for me especially, like looking at this change where they don't include the physical editions in the regalia and collector's edition, for without a physical disc there, I'm totally fine because that honestly meshes more with how I play where I, I have had it before where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to play like literally the other day. I was like, you know what? I was watching Blessing play Genshin Impact and I was like, I should play fucking what was it? The Zelda game. um The, the not Zelda game that everyone that I liked a lot. Immortals, Phoenix Rising, that's it. Um, I was like, I'm going to pop that in and then I realized, oh wait, I actually have to pop it in. I have to get up and walk over there, put the disc in. You know what? I'll play something else. And it's that easy where mm-hmm if in horizon i could just hit the little button on playstation hit search and just say horizon forbidden west pop it up download it and in a couple minutes i got it yeah so yeah it's it's all it all depends on perspective for me this change isn't a big deal cuz it honestly is a little bit more convenient but and plus you already get the steel book in here it's an empty steel book but that's what i want on the desk <laughs> oh my god I know it's stupid, like, it, it really is idiotic, but, like, I have several steel books in here that are either empty, or I bought them, and now I have a regular just empty case laying around here somewhere, like, I'm one of those stupid people, and it, it bends to my whim in a way that I like, so, you know, we'll see. I'm sure other people are going to be more upset about this, but for me personally, I was like, eh, I'm fine.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I was more upset about doing. the upgrade fee, so... But, hey, this one's gonna be free, so,
0: yeah, and I think that's it, like that's the story. It's just that, like, hey, that's uh they they fixed it, <laughs>
1: Yay, yeah, <tell> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they fixed they fixed the problem that they created, so good for them,, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, boy.
0: well, you wanna jump on to the next one,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, we'll go ahead and switch up to the next one here, um, so this next story, the fate of uh. What is it? Oh, Stardew Valley. I don't know why I thought Hidden Valley. I'm thinking of Rancher for some reason.
0: The dressing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I don't know. I'm tripping today. Um, so yeah, Stardew Valley creator doesn't know if there will be another update because he is focused on his next game. Uh, the creator of Stardew Valley doesn't know if there will be another update saying he's focused on his next game. Speaking with Zach. Uh Unsurpassable Z Hartman on Twitch at the end of the first official Stardew Valley Cup. Eric concerned Ape Barone answered a handful of questions, God, internet names, man, uh, from the community, one of which was about mods that let the player marry the non marriageable people in the Smash It Farming game. Uh Baron replied to explain why having almost everyone in the game be marriageable would be just a ton of work that's the main reason why I haven't added more people he said to have someone become a marriageable candidate that means i have to add a lot of dialogue and at least two more events and those events take a lot of time it may seem like it's not that big a deal but they take a huge amount of time there's a lot of other stuff you have to make the spouse you have to make the spouse room uh there's just a lot to it so that's the reason why i haven't just added more marriage candidates but there's no reason why i'm opposed to having more i think it would be fun uh then he revealed that he has two existing npcs in mind for who would be a good mayor's candidate before clarifying that this isn't something in active development no doubt in a bid to prevent the stardew valley community from getting too excited i'm not saying there's going to be another stardew valley update i don't even know at this point right now i'm focused on my next game so we'll see And then, you know, some more context, you know, 1.5 update released late last year. And it was the biggest update to the game yet, adding Ginger Island location and the beach farm layout. Since then, players have wondered if there's going to be a 1.6 update. But it sounds like Baron is done with Stardew Valley for the time being, which is understandable considering he's working. He's been working on it for a decade. So, um, Graydon, are you a big Stardew Valley person? I've never touched it. Okay, it's, well,
0: it's never seemed interesting to me. Like, by I, I guess it's just one of those things I respect because people kind of weirdly heralded as like some kind of pioneer, even though it does what a lot of other games do. But it's just like, I guess it's just more that it's kind of a a modern classic. Um, and yeah, that I just, feels
1: like a strong way to say it. But I understand what you're saying. I can agree with that.
0: I just think it's uh, it's just not my speed.
1: Yeah, it it's not my speed either, but I can understand the appeal as someone who did I put in a couple hours into Animal Crossing, so I understand the appeal of these types of games. Stardew Valley seems to be one of those types of games, so I totally understand its appeal. I do uh, if mm-hmm.
0: that's what we're talking, I wanna I wanna stake my claim that I love Animal Crossing. Definitely. Oh, okay. Well
1: then yeah, this is definitely that type of game.
0: It's just I think of it more I don't know, maybe I'm maybe I'm weird for thinking this, but I I think of it on a different scale. Like, I don't, I wouldn't compare Animal Crossing to, like, Harvest Moon, but I don't know why I wouldn't.
1: Oh, wow. I, those are very similar, too.
0: <laughs> I just think that they, I think there's just a, there's just different, like, I just feel those kind of things, like, a Harvest Moon and a Stardew Valley are more of, like, a simulator, whereas Animal Crossing is, like, more arcadey. Like, it's more, like, you compare it to, like, a racing game. Like, there's there's your sim and there's your arcade game and i think animal crossing has more like room for error yeah you can play animal crossing hardcore but you're not not following like okay now we're following the sun and we have <laughs> to harvest at the same time like you can even get minecraft up in simulator realm if you tried if you really go Very for true. it but i think at the end of the day minecraft is a nice arcadey sandbox hmm. okay fair enough again, in that is, case it is one yeah. in the morning and my mind is just gone
1: <laughs> <laughs> well in that case yeah stardew valley is definitely more on the arcadey side than the sim side as far as i know um it is i know joey noel loves this game to death and she's talking about it uh once or twice on a couple of shows i've listened to so she's like my main repertoire of stardew valley stuff but i'm more interested to hear in what game is he making next like stardew valley seemed like it was a surprise hit a very cozy game that it, it it seems like one of those cozy, just kick back and relax, no stress games. Yet there's an esports cup for it, so it, it seems like it can it can operate in both of those fields very well. I'm interested to see if he makes another game that is going to be a little bit of a hybrid of two seemingly conflicting type of vibes in one game. I, I'd be very excited to see you know what they do as far as that goes.
0: Yeah, so, I yeah, I guess I'm interested in it. But then you look at like like. You look at these people who, like, are known for being, like, I made one thing. Like, you look at (laughs) horrible, uh, horrible example, but, like, the guy who made Fez.
1: I was about (laughs) to say, Phil Fish.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, him or the guy who did Undertale. Like, okay, now I've done something else. Oh, it's totally different, and people don't love it as much. Oh, was I a flash in the pan? Like... So, I mean, you've got to think, oh, he has a lot of stress on him um, to make like, oh, what's your what's your successor? Or even you look at someone like um, like just someone that really does something that people like, like the new um, drink box studio game. Yeah. It's nothing like walking. nobody saves the world. Yeah. It's like, oh, is that really going to going to do what people want? Or is it are you just like, oh, this is a passion project? And I'm gonna make it no matter what, and hopefully find that niche. So I'm sure there's a lot of stress on him. But again, you could also be like Minecraft and be like, okay, it's all about, um, it's all about. I lost my train of thought. Jesus,
1: it's all about yeah. like the vibe of the game and stuff like that. No, like it's all question mark.
0: It's all about just putting out constant updates and oh, constantly okay. getting. Like I am, I am tunnel vision in on this one game. When someone wants to be able to expand, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I just hope that um, I'll just say Godspeed to what? What was his name? <laughs> Confused Ape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's exactly his name. Uh, the actual name of the developer was, uh, let's see, let's see,
0: Eric Barone.
1: Yep, that is it, Eric Barone. So
0: yeah, Ape
1: god like i said these internet names man it, i the day that i see a fucking obituary pamphlet with concerned ape or unsurpassable z on it that will be the day where i will be on my own obituary pamphlet
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you just, yeah, oh, just do just like you'll have like a uh, like world of warcraft funeral or something for like oh, our yeah. friend in the guild that passed in real life And then it's just like he was known to us as like Stinky Underpants (laughs) 7 or whatever. (laughs) It's like, oh, I I feel for you guys, but you're in an IGN story as Stinky (laughs) Underpants 7.
1: Now that you say that, I feel like a little bit of a jerk. So I'm just going to take that back (laughs) entirely. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I'd be interested to see what he has next up his sleeve. Hopefully something a little bit more to my taste, just because I'm selfish. But hey, stick in this bag. If, if this bag works for you, then stick with it. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens in the near future.
0: Um, well, the, the next story is kind of long, but I'm just going to sum it up the best I can by saying, hey, Sonic Colors <laughs> Ultimate Was a game coming to the Switch, and it's a game that has come to the Switch. Um, I guess, so this story was from from September 4th, and it, like, early access went live for people who bought the Digital Deluxe Edition. It's a remaster of a Wii game, and apparently, it's not even really a remaster. Like, I've heard that comparatively, it looks kind of the same, and it's not really that great. But on top of all of that, yeah, that was that, that was just what I heard from someone I know, but um maybe it does look better. I haven't
1: uh, really looked at it. the I saw reviews or I saw one review for it for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox versions. Um and it they said it was, you know, more than serviceable. They actually liked it quite a bit. Gave it pretty high marks. I think the IGN review for it was like an 8 out of 10 or something. So they liked it. So when I saw all this commotion going on, it seems like it's mainly the Switch version that are that is having like the horrible glitches. Like they actually show a bunch of uh, clips here in the article you have linked here on Twitter, where there's like some horrible like graphical glitches that just cause seizures potentially, yeah. and it's a lot of horrible stuff. Now, from what I've seen as far as the discourse goes. All of these, or at least most of these, are on the Nintendo Switch. Like, most of these clips seem specifically shared from a Nintendo Switch. Uh, and considering it's a Sonic game, you'd imagine a lot of people are going to pick this up on Switch rather than PC, PS4, or Xbox. So uh, that's going to be a big issue. And also, it seemed like the loading times on Switch were longer than the Wii version <laughs> from yeah. way back in the day. So the Switch version just seems particularly busted, but all of the versions are on thin ice, it seems.
0: Yeah, there's... And and that was kind of just how I was going to put it, was like, really go look up some of these. Some of these videos are just really freaking insane. Um, a lot of them are Sonic just rolling off the screen, falling through time. Um, <laughs> I've seen crazy glitches, like, yeah, like actual seizure warning, like they are... They're just wild, flashy strobe effects, um, just destroying, just corruption of your game (laughs) um, is the only way to describe what I am looking at right now. Just sheer corruption.
1: Um, and I, I got to be honest with you. It kind of surprises me hearing that. Because watching your review, they actually went out of their way to put in a lot of extra details. Like they were one of the points in the review I was watching from IGN is that there were speed run tactics that they would use in this game where they would like slide through the world and stuff. And they put in voice lines in the game to like address when people were doing that. So like they had this one. They showed this one clip where he like clipped through the world for a speed run. And Tails was, like, right behind Sonic being like, Sonic, I don't think we should be here. <laughs> like, oh, wow. So, like, they have, it feels like they cared when they made this. It's just, I think something's going on with the Switch. Like, honestly, I think it is, these, not all of these bugs and glitches are exclusive to the Switch version. But I wouldn't be surprised if most of them were only Switch exclusive. Because, like, that that system just has difficulty running anything of you know last platform in general so you know not too big a surprise there for me
0: yeah it's uh it it's it's disappointing it's really sad to see um and yeah this friend my friend of mine who told me initially about it he was like oh yeah it's um the team that like was working on the mass effect remaster and they like wanted to get it out fast and it's like so kind of implying that like, oh, it was rushed and it was a mess. Um, but I mean, obviously we, that's not like a fact, but you got to think possibly. And hmm. it's, uh, it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a real mess. I definitely encourage you to go look up some of these. Cause I've, there are a lot of them on Twitter. Um, and so the story had an update as of the 6th, um, saying that Sega is looking into it with a potential new patch. They've uh, said, quote, appreciate all your feedback on Sonic Colors Ultimate. The teams are listening and ass- assessing for an upcoming patch. Thank you for your patience as we dig into this. Um, so uh, they said some of the graphics glitch issues that have emerged on social media were the result of Sonic Colors Ultimate running on an emulator, which is, quote, unfortunately outside our control.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you would run it on an emulator when it's like, it's a new game. Yeah. Like a torrented version, maybe
1: possibly, probably,
0: which I mean, you can't, you can't torrent a game and then be like, why isn't it working good for me?
1: That (laughs) That is very true. Well, okay. Some of these clips are being like, I'm looking at the tweets themselves and some of them say Nintendo switch share. So some of these got shared from a switch. So yeah, like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, blaming emulators for that seems a little bit out of pocket because there's no re- there's no way to get videos onto a Switch yeah, to share it from a Switch. So um, unless they're...
0: But hmm. yeah, I guess what I would just say is if you want to play Sonic Colors Ultimate, I highly recommend it. The game's Sonic Colors is awesome. Um, Get it on anything but Switch for the time being. Yeah. And, and acquire it legally. <laughs> yes yes please i mean it's worth it it's it's one it's uh, i don't know what else to really compare it to but i would say it's the best sonic game of the past like decade at least it's like i'm I'm trying to think of other sonic games but like
1: sonic mania um people love mania
0: sonic mania people did like was uh, forces was kind of eh forces Um, mediocre (laughs) then there was all that sonic boom garbage there was uh sonic colors was 2010 sonic generations some people liked but eh.
1: i thought generations was a solid i played a good chunk of it
0: but yeah sonic colors was 2010 so you're looking at like the actual decade i would yeah i I stand by that sonic colors is the best one team sonic racing can eat all of the dicks (laughs) (laughs) damn So, (laughs) so yeah um definitely would would say go and go and find a way to play it and give it money yeah
1: bingo bingo boingo indeed
0: what's our final story
1: our final story is coming back around to a game we discussed earlier and that is life is strange true colors we got an Uh update on the game uh it's gonna have some twitch integration here and i'm gonna tell you about it real quick in this brief little uh story here Uh, So Square Enix has released a crowd vote plugin for Life is Strange True Colors, which streamers can install now. The Twitch extension can be customized so that viewers' choices for big decisions are automatically implemented or or simply to poll the audience without them actually making the final call uh life is strange true colors launches next friday september 10th but twitch streamers can install the add-on already to prepare for some of the game's tougher narrative choices after what feels like a long wait true colors will mark a new era for life is strange with a fresh main character a new small town setting it's being developed it's being developed by deck nine the studio behind the acclaimed life is strange prequel before the storm love that game and a nintendo switch version will follow later this year this Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'll read this part, too, because, you know, it's important. Uh, This week, a protest by Twitch streamers designed to draw awareness to hate speech and coordinated attacks on the platform resulted in a dent to Twitch's daily viewer tolls. Many big streamers took a hashtag a day off Twitch, which caused the platform's average peak viewership to dip by around a million viewers. And I hesitate before that paragraph because that felt like a very jarring thing. Well it's relevant to put in here because we're talking about a twitch add-on but like man it was like life is strange fresh new character there's a nintendo switch version hate on twitch
0: (laughs) yeah i think we actually talked about that last week um i I want that's good i want to say we did because otherwise i don't know who the hell i talked about that with um (laughs) the day off twitch thing but boy it probably happened at 2 (laughs) (laughs) a.m that's a that's a good update on that i didn't hear how that went so i'm glad that uh yeah i think we kind of were pretty pretty much like yeah screw you twitch (laughs) so Mm -hmm. don't don't feel like you have to hold your tongue
1: on that oh yeah yeah no i was gonna say it it just it threw me off when i saw it originally i was like oh yeah that is relevant to the story because i was ready to just be like all right that's it but then i was like (laughs) oh wait that is relevant okay and then i went off So, yeah, Yeah. very, very interesting. But, uh, yeah, Life is Strange Before the Storm. It's coming quick and quick and fast, I guess, here. Um, I don't know how we like it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, to each his own. Um, The thing I was going to ask here, because here's my main question here. I am going to play this game at some point in my life. It's just I love Life is Strange. I have to hop on this one at some point. I, I don't know about streaming this game. And it's not because of this Twitch plugin. I think they're leaning into streaming it. So, you know, that should be really good and everything. For the, there's literally a musician who is the voice of the singing. She's like the singing voice of the main character. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of music in this game. Is this licensed? Because if so, Twitch ain't, sh- I ain't putting none of this on Twitch because I have to mute so much of the stream if that's the case, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah. And like, what? and even like just Life is Strange. Life is strange in general, you know, is is heavily music influenced. Mm-hmm. Like there was, there was a lot of my Life is Strange two videos that like got copyright strikes, and I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not taking this song out." Like there is a lot of songs that are just important to that plot, yeah. And I feel that's a big thing with any Life is Strange. Like you can find Life is Strange videos that take out the music. I would say truly don't watch those like, yeah. Like the, the art of life is strange is it's music and the, the choices that they make flow through it so well. And, and yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't know what they intend to do here. Like that would be some ballsy shit. If Twitch was like, Hey, we're making it more accessible to streamers, but also we're going to give you copyright claims. (laughs) <laughs> like, I I think they've got to know what kind of game it is, I hope.
1: Yeah, I, I hope they do. I, if anything, you know, I'm sure they'll include an option in the settings to turn off the music, even if that does ruin the game So or whatever. But what I'm hoping they do, I hope they do the Doke AV method and all of the music is original so they can't pull it from anywhere else, you know?
0: Oh, that's cool
1: yeah because the, the, the uh, excuse me the doke v trailer that came on during the opening night live event that was an original song they actually just put it on spotify i was listening to it on the way home from work so <laughs> huh. like oh ho- hopefully it'll be that type of thing since they're working with the musician directly here maybe she's writing original songs for this game uh but hey we'll we'll find out in what two days
0: <laughs> yeah we'll see a lot of uh a lot of streams go dark
1: exactly be a day without twitch again uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so yeah interesting story good good small one to wrap it up here
0: yeah so uh there's no other but there's no alan so there's no no real talking <laughs> into about g4 there's nothing about pokemon dragon age any of that stuff but we do have a couple rumors spinning over in the windmill to round us out today Ooh. so um i will uh, I'll read one and three. If you want to take two,
1: I can um, do that. That's totally fine.
0: Okay. As always, I have not looked at the rumors at all. I just go into the rumors blind. Well, um, we're both blind today, so, so begin... let's let's see some shit. <laughs> <laughs> we begin with one that says Rocksteady acquisition apparently cost WB twenty nine million dollars. Um, so there is a link which I am now apprehensively going to click. It brings Wowzers. me to a tweet. So it's a tweet from Warner Brothers themselves, I guess. Um, this is classified as a, but it's, it's, just a rumor though. It says, um, where are we getting this from?
1: It looks like Man- a LinkedIn listing of some sort.
0: All right. So we got a manager, corporate business development and strategy Warner Brothers. Okay. So this is somebody's, yeah. Like someone's resume. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, it's the resume of an AJ Prager, Prager maybe. Yep, Los Angeles, Prager you. Yeah, that him. type of name.
1: <laughs>
0: Prager you. <laughs> um and so yeah, it's like talking about what they did at uh Warner Brothers and then it says select transaction experience, $100 million equity purchase of Flickster, owner of rotten tomatoes.com, $29 million cross-border equity purchase of Rocksteady Studios including earnout structure." $49 million asset purchase of midway games from chapter 11 bankruptcy through section three, six, three of the bankruptcy code. What we're seeing is a lot of money being thrown around. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I guess, uh, hold on a second. I have to cough.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't no know. Sorry.
0: I don't know if the, um, like, do we think that that's a lot of money or do we think that's not to buy rocksteady for?
1: I mean considering what Rocksteady went on to make WB that is a fucking steal. Like you have I mean, to there's imagine no date? yeah.
0: There's like no date so when when did that happen?
1: I mean I'm assuming actually shit that's a great question. Uh let's here just looking at it here if they bought Rocksteady before Arkham Asylum then well actually when was Rocksteady acquired? I'm just going to type that in when was Rock Steady acquired. Because why speak on information I don't have when I can find it, right? Uh yeah. Batman bought Warner Brothers acquires Rock City Games, and this was written February 2010. Um so yeah, so we're after Arkham Asylum. So they it seems like they made that first Batman game. WB was like, oh shit, that was great, and then snatched them up. Uh so what I'm thinking happened is they put out that first Batman game, bought them for 29 million. I still think that's a bit of a steal. Not as crazy as a steal as I originally thought, but if you're thinking of it in the terms of they had, what, Arkham City came out after that, I guarantee you they made back the entire cost of that acquisition right there. Like, just with that game and the DLC and the re-releases of it, like, just that game alone made it. Arkham City alone? Yeah, Arkham City alone, I'm betting, yeah, they made that money back. And then Arkham Knight made even more of it back. And now, you know, you're getting to, I I think they might be getting a little, not scared or concerned, but it's been a while since they've made some money. Because you got to think Rocksteady, Arkham Knight, that was a PS4 launch title. We've gone this whole generation without a new uh, Rocksteady game of any sort. And the next one is coming out, even, it's coming out next year, which is so far gone from uh, Arkham Knight's timeframe. So... We'll see what happens with them. Uh, I'm sure they're happy with the purchase, of course, but I know WB games themselves have been a little bit of a shaky uh, entity because there's been some rumors of sales and stuff going on, but it's been quiet on that front. So mm-hmm. while things are stable and upward, and plus we're going to hear about, uh, uh, what is it? Suicide Squad kills Superman or something like that. that yeah, kills the Justice League. That's it. Uh yeah, we're gonna see what that game's all about pretty soon here in a couple of weeks. So yeah, can't wait to see what they do next.
0: Yeah, I would say for what that they for what they've got under their belt, that's a damn good a damn good price. And I'm excited for, for more from Rocksteady.
1: Yeah. I'ma look up something else real quick here. Um now humor me for just a millisecond here. God damn it. Uh I'm trying to think of how to type this. I want to see because they bought Midway Games out of bankruptcy for forty nine million. Uh, what properties do they have? Because <laughs> what did they acquire there? Yeah, Midway. You know, Midway. They owned Mortal Kombat forever. Yeah, they've got they've got good stuff. Okay, let's let's see what they've put out. A bunch of ri- so they had Killer Instinct before Microsoft got to them. Uh, Spy Hunter. Okay, they could have done something cool with that, or still could.
0: Frozen USA. Total-
1: yeah, cruising USA. They could do something there. I see Total Carnage, which sounds vaguely familiar. The Tron game from the eighties. Lord have mercy. Uh,
0: Hydro okay. Thunder.
1: Yeah, Hydro Thunder. It it seems like a lot of like classic arcade games or or licenses from other publishers that own these franchises.
0: <laughs> Rampage. Yeah, they got a lot of good,
1: good shit. Games. They had Carnival.
0: Remember Carnival? I don't.
1: It was the uh, it was the light gun game in arcades, but you were like in an evil carnival and you shoot at like zombie clowns and like decrepit looking like like bearded women. But it was a vampire.
0: <laughs> so it's that until dawn VR game?
1: Yeah, pretty much. But it was at all the arcades, and it was it was like it would have been scary, but it was too stupid to be scary. It, it was one of those.
0: <laughs> oh
1: yes, one of those. God. I'd take a Carnival game in 2021. Maybe maybe <laughs> don't have so many bearded women in here, because now that's weird, knowing what we all know about gender nowadays. But, <laughs> but God, that do, would be... Um,
0: you could mm-hmm. do a, a VR game of that pretty
1: well. I think you could. I think you could. If you walk the line. I mean, they have Bliss League, too, and people be, people are wanting a Madden or a football game to play that isn't Madden. So, Bliss League, yeah, bring that back, too. But that's enough about Midway. WB, you know what you got. <laughs>
0: Blitz the League was the one that totally messed me up on um the, me- the mashup that you did on the podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Messy mashup. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Holy hell.
0: Uh, shameless plug. Go and uh, watch that on our YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. I got to bring that one back. That was fun. Yeah, certainly, certainly. So, yeah. So from that rumor... Uh, let me go ahead and find a doc so I can click the next one. Um, so yeah, after that one, there's another rumor here, this time from Bungie. And apparently they're hiring for their destiny franchise expansion into films and television. Uh, as we've heard in previous news stories several weeks ago, maybe even months ago at this point, um, Bungie is planning on expanding destiny into films and TV, but now we have an indication that they're starting to move forward with those plans a little bit more directly. Uh, earlier this year, in February, you know, giving more context, announced that they're expanding the Destiny universe. According to a listing, uh, Bungie is looking for a senior executive in film and TV and transmedia development who will drive projects that extend the Destiny franchise into new categories including TV, films, books comics and audio formats as a storyteller and guardian of the Destiny IP you will identify, select guide, collaborate and provide feedback to third parties and partners enabling them to tell additional myths in the Destiny universe that delights our fans while capturing the hearts and minds of new audiences Uh, work directly with the Destiny Universe leadership team to coordinate productions, tran- franchise plans, and cross transmedia stories as well as establish and execute against IP goals and address potential conflicts between various efforts. Um, so yeah they, it goes on just describing the listing in detail uh, It seems like they're trying to find their own John Drake uh, I believe that's his name Yeah, John Drake is his name, right? Do you know who I'm talking about at all? <laughs> no. John remember. Drake all right, you'll you'll once I describe them. Yeah, it is John Drake. I was right. That is, uh, oh my god, I am blanking on her name, and I feel like the biggest asshole in the world because I know exactly the redhead from What's Good Games.
0: Oh, Andrea R- Renee.
1: Thank you, Andrea Renee. Thank you very much. Oh my god, yeah, that's uh, John Drake's married to her, and what he does, he works at Disney, and he is basically their version of this position. Where he's the guy who is talking to EA to give them Star Wars. He's talking to Ubisoft to let them also mess with Star Wars. He's talking to Firaxis so they can mess with Marvel. You know, he's making the connections between developer and IP and making sure, you know, each hand is getting shook and all that stuff. It seems like Destiny's looking to do that. They need somebody to mediate all those, you know, conversations with other development teams. It seems like if they want to make a TV show, this is the person who's going to talk to Netflix for them. If they want to make a movie, this is the person that's going to talk to, I don't know, I'm going to say Lion Gate Studios. I can see them making a Destiny movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um yeah, th- this is the person that's going to be their mediator. And you know, that's really good because if they get someone as good as John Drake, John Drake has been doing a wonderful job. Kind of being the stewardess of all those IP, where I I don't. If you had someone who didn't care about that position, then we would be getting a, a mediocre THQ Nordic game, Indiana Jones as soon as the movie came out, and that's all you would get. Uh-huh. But because he because he seems to care, he said, "Hey, this Indiana Jones likes to punch Nazis. Let's get to the Nazi killing kings and machine games, and give them the franchise. So hopefully, they can find somebody like that who's going to find the right." the right production house or the right director or whatever for all these new projects so uh, i'm interested to see what they do with it yeah am yeah, very interested i i don't know i i will say though the reason i like destiny at all is for its gameplay its story is just sci-fi lord of the rings and i do not like lord of the rings so <laughs> yeah i i don't think i'm gonna mess with it in its other forms but w- when i say sci-fi lord of the rings i mean like it's just science fiction fantasy and I just don't like fantasy much. So meh. But I'm sure people will like it. Are, are you like a big Destiny person or are you looking forward to this at all? Or is this just like, oh, cool? No,
0: no, I don't I don't really care for for Destiny. I mean I I played it I've played it a bit. My dad's a huge fan of it. Um, but I've never I've never really been that big into it.
1: Mm, okay. I can respect that. In that case, yeah, we can go ahead and wrap it up with the last rumor, because I think this one might be a little bit more exciting as well. Possibly.
0: I got mildly distracted by the fact that yesterday's Google duel was in honor of Avicii's birthday, and I want to (laughs) cry.
1: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was
0: like, like, what is this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) That is precious. Oh, bring the
0: room down. Speaking of which, they gave that away on
1: Stadia Pro, so you missed out on a classic. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus.
0: If you have not played a VG <laughs> Vector, you are missing the fuck out. You are missing out on not only one of the coolest rhythm games that we've gotten, but like, in years. It's just, it's a unique, completely unique rhythm game, but also it's full of a discography of fantastic music by a fantastic artist who I miss dearly on the regular. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely go play that. You can easily that shows up also in a lot of bundles on Fanatical. Um, so you can get it for like a dollar mm. often, which is really like perfect. So Great yeah. Um movie. yes. Uh so we are talking about <laughs> we're talking about uh person we don't really want to talk about, but uh Jez Corden, <laughs> friend of the show, Jiz Corden, uh <laughs> talked to talked to Chris Avalone ew everybody gross eh. um, and yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a little it's, it's and, a little bit
1: muddled i don't think he spoke directly to him but he has like alternate information from what chris is apparently claiming
0: oh okay and um so let's see it begins with this tweet i guess um da, 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 da. so somebody said i i hate when i have to like deconstruct a story through rumors Alright, so the rumor, the grain of salt rumor, was that a game called Avowed, which was by, was that a Bethesda game?
1: Uh, close. It's the next game from Obsidian. It's their Skyrim, it looks like.
0: Okay, the Obsidian game, Avowed, um, supposedly had lost a lot of people. So, this was through Chris Avalone, I guess, making tweets. Um... He said, let's see, let me see if I can, um, all right. So it's, I mean, yeah, the, the rumor at least says they keep losing leads on that project. Not a good sign. I think the fact that Sawyer, I don't know who that is. Maybe one of the developers chose not to work on it probably says enough, but I hope I'm wrong. They lost lead story dev, lead level, lead designer, project director, and other folks, I think lead designer got shoved over to grounded same with art lead i think original project director got demoted and replaced went on sulk leave for a long time may still be on sulk leave what is sulk leave
1: i have no clue maybe he meant to say sick and misspelled it twice i don't know
0: oh maybe it's uh sulk leave yeah that's not good
1: maybe he's just sad i don't know
0: (laughs) he's just crying (laughs) Um, got <laughs> replaced by someone else in studio rest quit according to Grapevine. So this is some pretty like heavy rumor stuff to be kind of throwing around. Um, and so that's what I don't know why people are. Am, am I Chris Avalon's the Dead Rising the the uh the Dead Dying Light guy right that got that touched everybody?
1: Yeah, that's what I was. I was waiting for that. Uh.
0: Okay, like I do I. I just don't know why anyone's listening to him. Why is anybody talking to him?
1: <laughs> yeah, because I I totally thought because when we talked about Chris Avalone, and you said like "ill" when his name popped up. So I'm like, I know he did some shit, but I don't know what. So I went to go search his name, and not even on Google, on Bing, the first thing that popped up was Chris Avalone allegations. So like, <laughs> yeah, bingo, bingo.
0: Yeah, he got like. A bunch of bad. Uh, he was an Obsidian guy, and then he went to be like the lead on Dying Light two, and then uh everything like came out, and he stepped down or whatever. Like we we don't like him. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. some reason everyone's listening to him. Um, and so somebody I guess had tweeted doesn't matter who the guy is, what he said is truth. The game is losing leads. That always means troubles. To which Jez Corden came out and said it isn't true. I've heard from people inside the studio that Chris's comments were seen as laughable. So, um, so it's all hearsay as, as it usually hmm. is at the rumor windmill. We, she giveth <laughs> and she taketh Emmett. And it's, it's hard to, it's, it's a toxic relationship we have, but
1: yeah. We try. <laughs> um, yeah. We try it's a, the, the rumors can be a cruel mistress, but you know, it, it's a fun ride most of the time, as yeah. long as we're not listening to abusers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i think yeah that's what we should take from it is don't don't listen to accused abusers, and uh we'll just take that with the tiniest grain of salt possible and uh probably probably still wait for a avowed which looked really cool and i hope that it shows up oh um,
1: yeah i'm certain it'll be very cool once it is shown probably yeah. next year
0: <laughs> yeah i was i was quite excited for it and Xbox likes to cancel things, and I hope that they don't. Um,
1: well, C- Chris canceled himself, so that we don't have to worry about anymore.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Sick
1: burn. <laughs>
0: oh boy. <laughs> um, I also feel I think Alan shared something a while ago, but I don't know if we ever talked about it. But Wild, that game is supposedly canceled too.
1: Oh yeah, that I mean that got soft canceled. That the guy I forget his name, uh, the Ubisoft guy, know, Maurice. Delay. Patrice Desale, I think so, right? No. Or no? Is it Ansel
0: or something? Oh, Michelle Ansel, yes.
1: Michelle Ansel, that's it. Yeah, that dude left game development entirely uh, yeah. to go work at an animal shelter. <laughs> so, like, so he, hell yeah, yeah. Like, uh, honestly, live your best life, my guy. Like, that's awesome. Especially he's making all these games about nature and stuff. Like, that makes a ton of sense. But yeah, ever since then, Wild has been unofficially canceled. It seems like that game is just meandering without a big creative lead on it to push it in a certain mm-hmm. direction. Uh I wouldn't be surprised if that thing's just dead entirely. Maybe those assets will pop up somewhere else, but yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath for Wild.
0: Also, the thought of Rayman's dad working in an animal shelter is kind of the cutest thing I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> He's like, oh, these animals have arms. <laughs> so, I'm out of my element. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> and with that... <laughs> i don't i don't know why why are the limbs attached what, what do i do with this? how do i hold this um thank you all for listening to another week in news podcast here at vgu.tv um i of course have been grain webb joined very this was wonderful thank you so much for coming oh,
1: Yeah, no problem no problem uh, i'll make sure and try and do this more often
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that we were able to get you on. I know your your recording days are usually like Wednesdays, but then we did this really late at night and it's kind of, it seemed to fall apart, but I was like, you know what? I want to get a show in this week because we don't really hold ourselves accountable. We tend to go on weird hiatuses with Wynn and I wanted to get something <laughs> in. So this was, uh, this was very fun.
1: I feel that and, vibe. And, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I hope that you all enjoyed it. Please go make sure to check out Emmett's uh, players club podcast and any other stuff that he does. He just did a massive Donda review. Oh God. Um,
1: That is true. Yeah. I, for, (laughs) if you care about hip hop, go ahead and read that Donda review for Kanye West's album. I am very honored that, well, like I understand people are going to read the stuff I type sometimes, but like, I'm honored that like a lot of people are reading it. Like, I got friends that like work at fucking Game Informer and shit that read it and I'm like, "Okay, this is a lot." Like there's like it's one thing for like, "Oh, I knew you before you went to Game Informer and now you're reading my shit." It's another thing for some dude I have never met in my life that just followed me. He works at like Vice or some shit and I'm like, "You you you read this?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm a little if it's like when you realize, "Oh, wait. People are looking at me." Yeah. It's, it's yeah. very surreal. So I appreciate all the support that I'm getting on that piece. And, you know, check it out.
0: Yeah. Some things get out there. It's a big, it's, it's a lot of, we do, we do a lot of good stuff. I say, I'm proud of my work. I'm proud of my fellow men's work. And uh, we've got a 12 minutes review. We got a, uh, I did the road 96 review. We put up a round table. I just yeah. did a piece on Broadway. Like there's a lot of shit going up and we just, Ain't slowing down. We got some stuff hidden on its way, and it's gonna be a fun end of the year. We got to start getting game of the year stuff together. Jesus Christ, Lord have mercy! It's coming. (laughs) Like, but Alan gave us like a a game of the year, uh, like document months ago, and I've yet to even like address it. (laughs) I don't think I've played anything, so that will be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a fun three months. Uh, Yeah. But uh, hopefully you'll hang out with us through all of it. Um, and yeah, as as we say, always stay safe, stay sane, wear a mask, get vaccinated, all that fun stuff. And I'll let Emmett play us out with his his lovely message.
1: Oh, well, yeah, you know what's up. Stay safe, be vaccinated, care about other people, man, because the more compassion we have, the better life will be while we're here. Uh, and as I always say on everything, keep it real, keep it real. Peace out, y'all.
0: That was beautiful.
1: (laughs) No problem. I try. I try. (laughs) This has been a VGU.TV production. For all of the hottest hot takes and other opinions on video games, music, and a lot more, tune in to VGU.TV.